What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. On this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast, I've got another amazing entrepreneur in the house. And just like I always like to do here, before we even get the show started, I will just pass the mic to my guest. She will introduce herself, tell us a bit about herself and her business, then we get the show rolling. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Hi, everyone. So my name is Amanda and I'm an Australian entrepreneur. Uh, I scaled my own six-figure uh, consultancy called Yellow Panda. It's a communications, a boutique communications, public relations, and personal branding agency uh, here in Australia. And we represent um, a lot of entrepreneurs who um, are running multi-million dollar companies and are really passionate about building their own personal brand and obviously in- increasing their reputation and, and attracting you know, the best clients as well. Okay, glad to have you on this episode, Amanda. And I believe for our listeners out there, for you and I, we all have an amazing time on this episode. And listeners out there, for your information, Amanda will be sharing with us a lot of tips for business owners out there on how to promote your business. So stay tuned well and uh, get with us on this episode and you will surely love what you will get at the end of the episode. So to get the show rolling, Amanda, we love stories a lot on this podcast. So can you just give us a brief walkthrough of how you got started as an entrepreneur and how this all got started for you? Um, yes. So it's actually quite funny. This this is actually my third business. My first business that I had was doing eyelash extensions while I was still at university studying my communications degree. Uh, and six months out from finishing my degree, I was offered a role working for a federal politician um, as a media and communications advisor. So it was a, a dream job for someone who was about to graduate from university. So I took that job and um, I did that for around six to seven years. And politics is a very, um, I guess, like it's an exhausting role after a long time. And it's definitely a lifestyle position. Uh, so I did that for some time. And then eventually, yes, I wanted to, to get back into business. And I had a lot of support of people saying that's what I should do. So I went and started a consultancy from scratch. Um, I gave three months notice to my job. And my first goal was to basically replace my income in the first 12 months, which is something I succeeded in doing. Uh, and from that point, obviously needed more help. So I started growing the agency from there, working with contractors right through to hiring um, full-time employees to where we are today. Okay. Thanks for that background story. Uh, so Amanda, from that time when you got started until now, you surely will have picked up a lot of lessons uh, along your entrepreneurial journey. So for our listeners out there who are entrepreneurs, who are looking forward to getting to that six and seven figure and mark. So can you share with us some of your biggest and the best lessons you have picked up in your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, so I think early on, um, what we tend to do when we're scaling from scratch is that obviously we don't have the resources to be able to afford to get a lot of help. So a lot of us will be doing everything ourselves. Um, So we'll be marketing ourselves, we'll be delivering the service, we'll be in charge of the sales, we'll be running the operations. You know, there's just so many things that we have to do. Uh, It's a real luxury to get to the point where we can actually start to get help. 
Um, and it does take some time to get there. Uh, so for me, you know, working on your own and then working with contractors, people who may be able to just help you a few hours every week. Um, but I think the biggest piece of advice when you are ready to start hiring is, you know, I thought that if I was to hire a junior person or someone who was more affordable, then I could train them and teach them what I needed them to know to be able to support me in the business. But in hindsight, I would have been much better off hiring someone who was a senior. So finding the resources to actually go in at that higher level and get a senior to support me. Because what happens is uh, you've been running all of these um, jobs, you know, wearing all of the hats, trying to build this company on your own. Own, you hire someone to help you but then you're putting on another hat where you're going to be training and coaching and mentoring them when it would would have been more beneficial to have someone come in and support you so that you could continue to do what you were doing but with the added benefit of having some extra firepower there to help you get to your goal quicker um, and I think getting help and getting the right people at the right time in the journey is critical because otherwise what will happen is you know, unless you've got so, and I, I have a lot of stamina and endurance and energy. Everyone knows that about me, but a lot of people will burn out before they actually reach their goals. So it's really important to have the right support in place. Okay. All right. So uh, right now in your company, can you just tell us the structure of your company and revenue wise in 2022, what's your figure like? Um, so more recently, we've cracked a figure that is close to the, the half a mil mark. Um, but starting out, I just like to remind people that, you know, the, the first sort of goal for me, the first revenue goal was to, to hit that, um, you know, replacing the salary. So we're replacing a salary, I think back then of around 70,000 Australian dollars per year. Um, so we've, we've actually had year on year growth. We've doubled revenue every single year since I started the business. And that seems to be the projection going forward is that every year we will double year on year. Okay. All right. So. We love stories just like I've mentioned uh, on this episode. And as a business owner, without those clients coming in, surely there is no business. So can you just tell us the story of how you got your first client? And uh, along that line, what are the marketing channels that are working well for you to get those clients coming in for your business? Mm, right. I think I'll talk about probably... Uh, the, the first client to talk about, I, I talk about like a hero client, like someone who's been with the business for a long time, like the ideal client. I think it's more important to talk about the first ideal client than the first client. Um, and that actually came about from being in a room physically with this person um, at a small event with other entrepreneurs, at like a mastermind session, mastermind group. Um, and, you know, literally just them seeing me in action, them seeing my passion, me talking about the business, how I helped people. Uh, they were looking at the time for someone in PR. So it just so happened to be in the right place at the right time, but also uh, that, you know, it's, it's about selling yourself. And this is why I talk all the time about promoting yourself. You know, those opportunities for me to find ideal clients generally come about from me being at an in-person event. Um, another way I've actually secured, um, you know, my most ideal clients is by doing things like this, podcast interviews. So I've gone on a show and I've talked about what I do and what I'm passionate about and people can actually feel that. And I think what people are looking for, particularly in this day and age, we've just gone through the pandemic. A lot of people are feeling very burnt out and tired. Um, they're wanting to hire people who have got passion for what they do, who can come in and genuinely help them and really care about business. And I think that translates in, in person when I see people in, in real life. So, um, yeah, the majority of the clients do come through my own personal promotion of my brand. Okay. All right. So as business owner, we face a lot of challenges and uh, 
I don't think there is any business owner that you will ask about a challenge or two that they won't have a story to tell. So right now in your business, what are those challenges you are facing right now? And what exactly are you doing to face them and to resolve them? Uh, the biggest challenge that I'm facing and most people are facing right now, particularly here in Australia, and it might be worldwide, is um, recruitment and finding and engaging the right teams um, to run the business. We do have um, a skill shortage in Australia. It's really hard to find, you know, good uh, senior, um, you know, communication professionals. Um, there's a lot, uh, you know, it's, it's just gotten to the point where there are there is so much demand for good skilled workers. There's a bit of a bidding war going on with in terms of, you know, um, wages that are being uh, offered out there. And it's, um, it is, it is, as I said before, the burnout generally as well that's going on for teams. It's like um, it's hard to get um, a, a lot out of teams at the moment as well because everyone is feeling quite burnt out. So I'd say the biggest thing at the moment is finding um, the people, as I said, those support people that you need to help you on your journey. Uh, and the way that I'm looking at this, which as I mentioned earlier, is, you know, previously I would look at um, hiring people that I thought um, I could coach or shape or train into the role, whereas now my strategy going forward is to look for those senior unicorn style employees who can come in and bring in that knowledge and expertise to the business so that I don't have to be responsible for you know, training them and growing them and they can work side by side with me and maybe even teach me a few things that I don't know. So that's that's the main problem and that's how we're looking at solving it. Okay, all right. As, is, uh, as a PR person and as a uh, promotional specialist, for our listeners out there, I always like to talk about John. John is a guy, he's a business owner and he owns his own business and he's planning to get to that same figure Mark, so for John's out there and anybody resembling John out there listening to this episode, can, can you give us a five-minute masterclass on how to shamelessly promote himself as a business owner in that world out there? Because take it or leave it, the world out there right now, especially online, there is a lot of noise. And to cut through those noise, what exactly are your tips for people like John out there? Yeah, I think first and foremost, to cut through any noise, you have to be yourself because the biggest thing that we have going for ourselves is our uniqueness in being our own individual human being. But in order to actually learn that, you do need to do a bit of self-discovery. So the methodology that we use at Yellow Panda to help build those strategies for someone like John who's trying to get to that seven-figure mark and, and grow his personal brand is that um, the first step is to really understand who you are, what makes you unique, you know, what makes you different. Um, so we will do like a series of different, um, you know, tests with our clients, including personality profile to see what kind of personality they have so that we know how to project and, and, and narrate that personality out through their communications. We want to look at what kind of in, like skill sets they have. So what are the unique skills they have? You know, we have clients that come to us who have been pioneers in their industry. They've been the first to do something, you know, pretty worthwhile, um, in their business. So that's something that we would promote, um, if, you, if your listeners have heard of SWOT analysis, we like to do SWOT analysis for personal brands. So we look at an individual's strengths, their weaknesses, their opportunities, and their threats. Um, and we'll, we'll sort of see, okay, how do we play to these in our advantages and how do we protect them from some of those weaknesses? Um, going on from there, we'll also conduct um, a bit of a competition analysis or a landscape analysis. So um, in terms of trying to stand out, one of the most important things to do is to have a, a, a unique point of difference to someone, what we call uh, like a white space, like 
finding that white space, that little niche that you can actually own. Uh, and a lot of time that comes from truly understanding, you know, who else out there is in, in the industry, you know, like I would look at what other, you know, PR professionals are out there talking about personal branding. Uh, how are they doing it? What are they doing well? What are they not doing? And what's a white space that I could own that no one's currently doing? So it's really about going and spending some time being strategic, looking at, around, looking at where you will fit amongst all of that. Um, and then from there, once we sort of have a good idea of um, who you are, you know, what unique skill offering you have, how we can promote you and make you look a little bit different, uh, it's down to some of the, you know, um, finer details of the branding around, like, how are you going to communicate your brand? So what things are you going to talk about? What kind of content are you going to share? You know, what colour palette would you be putting out there? What social media channels do you need to be on? We always recommend for um, people growing their own personal brand, um, to be on at least LinkedIn and Instagram, two very different platforms for very different reasons. LinkedIn is more of a professional platform where you can talk about more of the professional side of who you are, whereas Instagram is like a visual journal where you can show people like who you are as a real human being. Um, and because we know that like attracts like and we know that people want to work with people who they feel they connect with and they relate to um in, in, a, in a natural level, like not even business, you know, business aside, people will choose to work with people they know, like, and trust. So it's about promoting yourself online as someone that people can know, like, and trust. Uh, and that means talking about, you know, what you get up on, to, on the weekends and what hobbies and if you're a family person, you know, things that help people relate to you are really important to promote as well. It's not just about promoting what you do. It's not about promoting your products. It's really promoting who you are as a, as a human being. Um, and from that point, you know, understanding what topics you want to talk about uh, and then finding ways to share those topics out. And I always say to people, some of the best ways to, um, to share your story and your topics is to be interviewed. So it's to go on a podcast um, episode. Uh, it's to write opinion pieces. It's, you know, there's a plethora of things that you can do out there to promote yourself. Um, but the first thing you want to do is have a really good strategy and understand who you are and what you're going to talk about and how you're going to show up. Um, it's, it's wise to have that in place before you actually go and start promoting yourself or putting you out there because you do want to actually have a methodology behind how you're going to do it. Okay. Uh, you've given us a lot of value bombs out there. And to serve as a summary, I was taking notes uh, when you are talking and I was listening patiently so that I can have enough notes to send to uh, to accompany the show notes for this episode and to just give a brief of what you have already mentioned for listeners out there. The first thing is uh, know who you are uh, so that you'll be able to understand yourself and after that know what skill you have that you'll be able to use to solve people's problems because at the end of the day business is all about solving problems and also know uh, do your SWOT analysis which is getting to know your strengths your weakness and where you have uh, a very special angle or is very unique story angle or story that you like to tell out there that is different from what is already on ground and after that getting to know how you communicate your brand online on your website on social media and lastly find ways to share your story just like amanda is uh, a guest on this podcast find channels that you can use to share your story and expertise out there and uh, i think that is a lot of uh values mm -hmm. out there and without implementing all these things will surely not work so get your butt out there and get to do get your hands dirty and 
implement all of this. So thank you so much, Amanda, for giving us those tips. So this is my favorite part of this episode uh, of this podcast, generally, where I have to throw my guests some thought-provoking questions and they get back to me with answers. So Amanda, should we fire on? Go for it. <laughs> okay. What is one book you have read that has impacted a lot in your business that you like to recommend to our listeners? Oh, I, I read quite a few, but I would have to say uh, for your listeners right now, The E-Myth okay. by Michael Gerber. Mm. Okay. Uh, it's a general, it's a book that's always come up mostly uh, from my guests on this show. So, and a link to the uh, book Amanda just mentioned, the E-Myth, you can find it by heading straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com and just search for Amanda Williams in the search bar and the show note for this episode will pop right up. So Amanda, still talking about book, we love book a lot on this podcast. If you are to write a book today, what would that book be about? Uh, I think shamelessly promoting a personal brand. Wow, I can't expect any reply more than that. And out of curiosity, what exactly has been stopping you to write that shameless promotion book? Uh, that book that will teach people <laughs> out there how to shamelessly promote themselves out there online. It's honestly just a time thing. Um, as as I mentioned before, it's you're doing all of the all of the work and you're still trying to get that right support network behind you. It's definitely something I want to do down the track, but it's literally a time constraint that stopped me up until this point. Yeah, I've had this conversation with a lot of my guests and what always come up is the idea of time. And I get it. I personally, even though I'm naturally a writer, I love writing, I'm an author, but I don't have that time. Like I am always working in my business, but surely there are processes that is available to get those done. And that is one thing that I love entrepreneurs out there who are so busy to understand. We don't know all these things. And just like if I want to promote myself, I, I will surely need to talk to someone like Amanda because I don't understand all these processes, everything. Uh, but you understand all those processes and uh, you are the expert. So uh, that hmm. is one tip I would like to share for our listeners. Get and meet the expert. We are not expert in so many things. I I am okay with what I know. And when it gets to other stuff, I have to seek out help. So right now, what is one thing you are working on in your business that you are super excited about? Uh, at the moment, um, doing a little bit of a, not a massive rebrand, but doing a little bit of a rebrand and pivot. I've recently moved um, interstate. So the business is now going to be headquartered in the largest city in Australia here in Sydney. Um, so that's something exciting. Um, so with, uh, with the move comes a little bit of change and some new things that we're working on. So yeah, I would say that. Okay, so we love to talk about superpower a lot on this uh, podcast because as entrepreneurs and as a six or seven or eight figure business owner, there is surely one trait that always contributed to us winning in business. So can you share with our audience, what is one superpower you think you have got that has contributed to you winning in life and in business? Um, being infectious. So being someone who is just shows so much passion and energy um, for what they do, that it draws people in and people love being around infectious leaders. Okay. All right. And when we talk about superpowers, surely we have our strength and surely that is that one area that we are very, very weak in. So what is one area that you have been very, that has been very challenging for you as a business person? Um, managing people because I, 
you know, I, I want to be everyone's friend and I want to get along with everyone and, and please people. So it's been tough to have to put on the, um, the bad cop hat at times. Um, it's something that I do struggle with. Um, uh, just, yeah, that I would say that that would be, that would be my sort of Achilles heel at the moment. <laughs> okay. All right. So what is one thing that you have done uh, before that gave you a very big win in business? Um, talking on a very popular podcast. So I can't, you know, I can't stress enough how important it is to promote yourself and put you out there, put yourself out there and try and get good media coverage um, because it, it exposes you to so many people at once um, as opposed to running around lead by lead. You can literally be in front of hundreds of thousands of people if you get on the right show. So I, I always say, you know, you look at um, the greats like Richard Branson, who will always say, you know, if they were down to their last dollar, they would spend it on public relations uh, because it's very hard to outspend your competitors in the marketing world. But you never know, you might do something clever enough to get the front page of a newspaper or a primetime interview. And that can be an absolute game changer if it happens. Okay, you are a, as a PR strategist and an expert, you have been talking a lot about podcasting. And can you share with us uh, for business owners out there who have never seen podcast guesting as a very good source of promoting themselves shamelessly out there? Can you just give us some tips uh, to help our business out there, our business owner out there to uh, tap into the power of appearing on podcasts and uh, just out of curiosity, I just want to combine those two questions together. I don't know if you have your podcast, but uh, I just, I'm just curious to know if you are, you know, podcasting is in two way. What I am doing right now is hosting a podcast and there is another uh, way to it, which is pod, um, podcast guesting. So I just want your uh, mm -hmm. opinion on both decide the hosting and the guesting and how it can really help business owners out there to promote themselves shamelessly. Yeah. So there's, as you say, there's two ways to be involved in podcast world. It's to be a guest or it's to host your own show. Um, I do have my own show coming out soon that I will be a host of. Um, but I like the idea of being a guest as well, because what it, being a guest does as opposed to being a host is it's putting you in front of someone else's audience. So you get to borrow the audience for half an hour to an hour, however long that podcast episode runs for. So you're getting more exposure to other people's audiences. Whereas with your own podcast show, you're building your own audience, your own loyal fan base as well. Um, and in regards to finding, you know, opportunities to get on podcast shows, there is podcastguest.com, which you can sign up for. Um, but what I also do with my team is we actually go looking for podcasts. We'll look on iTunes. We'll look on Spotify. There's different places that we'll actually go looking for shows and we'll create a database. We'll create maybe a one or two page sort of profile brief that will include, you know, who you are as a potential guest, you know, what things you can talk about, maybe some of your highlights, your career highlights, a couple of photos, uh, a quirky story or two, and we'll send that out to those show hosts um, and basically offer up our clients as talent. But individuals can be pitching themselves too for those opportunities. So it's really a case of um, going out and creating your own database of shows that you would like to put yourself forward for and then just having a go and, and not being afraid to follow it up. You know, we're, we're all so busy. I get hundreds of emails a day myself personally. Um, I really always appreciate a follow-up. So um, no doesn't mean no, uh, no answer doesn't mean they don't want you on the show. Just, just keep trying, be persistent. 
Yeah, no always mean no. You know, as a I can speak more as a guest host because I do get a lot of pitches, but one thing that I always stand out for me is what are you doing something interesting out there and do you have something of value to share? I think those two things are very important. Like some people out there, everybody loves to promote themselves and we all love to promote ourselves online. But uh, you are on this show and you are really giving a lot of value out there for my listeners. And that is one thing uh, that we as hosts are looking for as a tip to people who are listening to us. Uh, so Amanda, on a personal note, outside of business, who exactly is Amanda? Oh, outside of business? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, it takes, it does consume a lot of my life, um, but outside of business, I generally really love getting outdoors. I love doing bushwalking, into jet skiing, being on the water, doing a lot of boating. I'm a very outdoorsy, active um, person outside of work. Um, I love socialising, catching up with friends, spending time with family and loved ones. Um, that's, you know, generally, you know, where you'll find me if I'm, if I'm not working. Yeah, you know, the reason why I always like to ask this question from all my guests is the fact that uh, I personally tend to fall out uh, for short of that because entrepreneurship, we as business owners and as creative entrepreneurs, we always fall into that trap of being so busy because we are super excited and super passionate about what we are doing. And it consumes us a lot, but life is beyond business. And I want entrepreneurs out there to understand the fact that beyond business, we still need to have a life. So I just always ask that question to always make sure that I get that message across with stories from you and even from uh, amazing people like you who have built a very uh, successful business online. So our uh, last question before you, tell us how to get uh, in touch with you online. Is there any question you'd like me to ask that I didn't ask? Um, I don't think so, but you alluded to something before that I did want to raise when you talked about looking for guests for your show who can obviously add value to your listeners. And I just want to say that one of the main things I haven't mentioned, but one of the main components to building a powerful, like authentic personal brand is to always come from a place of service. So you're not there just to promote how good you are. You're there to promote yourself and how you can help others. Um, And that I think, um, you know, is really important uh, when you're thinking about talking points or content or anything that you want to put out there. um, You always want to ask yourself, you know, is this useful? Is this going to help someone? Is this going to, to advance humankind? You know, is this, is this adding to the world to make it a better place? Um, and I know it can sound very cliche to say that, but um, yeah, I think to finish on anything, that would be what I would want to finish on today. Yeah, sure. You are very right. And I always love one uh, book so much. That is Jab, Jab, The Right Hook by Gary Vaynerchuk. And the main theme of that book is try to give as much value as possible. And uh, sometimes it's good we are we are in business to make money and I won't shy away from that. But, uh, you know, people care about people care about them. And when you are coming out, you are leading out with value, uh, it makes the job of selling whatever you have uh, very, very easy. And one uh, one quote that uh, I will take away and I'll, I would like our listeners to take away from this episode that you mentioned is, aside, uh, business aside, people will choose and work with people they know, like, and trust. And what a better way to get people to know us, to like us, and to trust us than giving our value and showing them what we care about and we care about them and what we know so that's a very good tip from amanda and i so lastly before we say goodbye can you just tell us where we can connect with you online 
any amazing gift you want to give out to our audience out there and where we can access all the good stuff that you have been creating out into the world? I think the easiest way to connect is to find me on Instagram. So my handle is at Amanda Panda Williams. Um, I have a link in my bio, which will take you through to the free guide that we have in terms of building your own powerful brand uh, and a whole heap of other, you know, media commentary, things that I've done throughout my career can be found there as well. Okay. So listeners out there, all the links to how you can get in touch with Amanda and a link to the book that was mentioned in this episode, Jab Jab the Right Hook and our email. You can find it by heading straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com and just search for Amanda, Amanda Williams in the search bar and the show notes for this episode containing every, a brief of everything that uh, we have discussed on this episode. And believe me, if you are a business owner out there, you need to listen to this episode and even listen to it again because there is a lot of tips I would like you to take away from it to promote yourself shamelessly out there as a business owner because we all need that promotion if you sit down at one corner and even if you have the amazed the best service out there the best expertise the best brain and we sit down in one corner of this world and without anybody noticing us no magic will surely happen and that is it so a big thank you to you amanda for joining me on this episode of the six figure entrepreneur podcast it's been an amazing time for me and i believe our listeners also have enjoyed themselves and you do the same thing as well. Yep. Amazing. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, Keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.